If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. We get right to it. Sean Salisbury to break down what we watched yesterday. I mean, let's talk about Dan Campbell. I'm sorry. I can't defend it in any way, shape, or form. Uh, risk, reward, momentum of a game. I just don't understand it. It's baffling to me, Sean. It's just baffling to me. And I understand what he did during the regular season, but that doesn't apply to me in this situation that I watched yesterday. I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. All right, Grant, you got two guys sitting in the middle of fairway. One's up by a stroke, and you're both on, on 18 or 17, either one, and you're, and you're 270 yards away, and you got a three-wood in your hand, and those guys can get there. But, man, there's trouble on the right, water on the left. Green, uh, 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 there's a run in there. If you want to run it in, you can, but you'd have to hit your best shot. Yet, if you lay up – which I now, if you're 200 yards away and you lay up, you're a pussy. Okay. <laughs> but you, 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 right. We've seen that right. before too, but in that stage, I got to hit the perfect shot, hit the good shot and then take a, take your lob wedge in there, spin it to three feet, make birdie and let's tie the thing. Okay. And if he all of a sudden makes birdie too, well, damn, I got the 18th hole. We'll see what happens. You got to give yourself a chance. And I love Dan Campbell. I think the story is great, but I'm fascinated with say, well, that's what they've been doing all year. Yeah. Well, what if you've been winning with hitting all year and all of a sudden you're not hitting well, then you need one of your, your third starter to shut down the other team's hitting to get you to another chance to get to the world series. I listen, I, I can't, I can defend Dan as a man and as a coach. I love him, but people make bad decisions. They make bad decisions under pressure that may have worked all year long, but in single elimination football against a really good 49ers team that you had on the ropes in the first half. And now you're scrambling. The game was a three point game. You tie it up. You, you just do it. I actually thought the call at the end of the game was wrong too. I when agree. It was fourth and four at the four yard line. Yep. And that's so far to go at the quarter yard line. I get it, but four, yep. you should have kicked there, not wasted time, then kicked the onside kick. Because by going for it, if he does, if golf doesn't make that throw and Reynolds the catch, then you're still two scores down and you lose yep. no matter what. It made, yep. uh, listen, I understand the gut feeling and analytics and how both come together, but there comes a point in time, the smart football, you're asked one thing, in my opinion, on game day, put your team in the best position to win. And as much as I love Dan Campbell, Terrible. that was not the decision. And I love that he steps up and says, I made a decision. I'm going to have to deal with all the backlash. I get it. But that was the wrong decision. It would be the same as if on third and three, there was a wide open guy in the flat and the quarterback stared right at him and had him and decided to throw it versus three guys deep and hope that it was a completion. Dan's smarter than that. He went with too much. I'm for the players. This is what we've done 
all year. Week three doesn't mean a hill of beans in elimination game to go to Super Bowl. Sometimes you got to adapt and adjust. I love Dan. This was the wrong decision, and you you can defend it all you want, but you're going to be defending the wrong decision. You got to take those points, no doubt. Sean, what has happened to the San Francisco defense? The Packers moved the ball up and down the field on them. The Lions moved the ball up and down the field on them. How would they? I mean. That's not the defense I watched in the regular season. They can't stop anybody, Sean. If I told you in August that the better defense down the stretch and most of the year was going to be, even the last six weeks, was going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I would say no way. Yeah, exactly. And then truth, getting to them, what they're about to face, the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I know Mahomes is the outlier in anything you do. The yeah. guy is just a different cap. Their defense is the big oh, reason why they're here. And oh the last three, especially the last two weeks, but the last three weeks, the last two, that defense has proven that they're the that you they will they're going to shut your ass down. They put a head on you, man. down and get, then you give Mahomes a chance. So oh this boy. is the best defense in my opinion Mahomes has ever had in Kansas City. You know, from Jones and guys are elevating and getting back to San Francisco. I think their fronts we overrated him. I mean, Fred Warner's great. Bose is great. I need more out of Chase Young. I need I, I got to have yep. more. They should be devastating up front. If you do what you did the first half against Detroit, Kansas City is going to you, – you'll be eating extra snacks and be drink, yeah. drinking and talking about the commercials at halftime because they won't come back from 30 down or 24 down or 17 down against Mahomes' yeah. team. They have got to get better because you're facing the best quarterback in the world right now, yeah. and their defense is primed and ready for it. I think we're in for a hell of a game, but the weakness – now think about this. Guess what the weakness is of the 49ers? Is their defense going into the weakness of the biggest weakness of the whole team uh, and, and the whole game on both sides is the is the 49ers defense going into this Super Bowl. And I never would have thunk it when the season started. I'm going to tell you something else, which would concern me if I'm a 49ers fan. And that's their rookie kicker and Moody. He missed the first one. Now you're going to the big show. And that's going to be every time he goes out onto the field, Niner fans are going to be holding their breath. Yeah, and it's a it's probably going to be a field goal game if both play their best. We're in for a fourth quarter game, and we you know Purdy showed some guts, and it's about time. I love how the he's in the Super Bowl, right? Isn't Brock Purdy yeah. going to be your starting quarterback for everyone out there? I'm just checking. He's starting yeah. in the Super Bowl, right? But to my Thank knowledge, you. he is, and he was in the NFC Championship game and had to leave because of an injury last year. So that's his first two years in a league. Yep. And I do believe I saw him do a twirl and step out of trouble and use his legs. I yep. saw him make a throw after about to get hit on the left sideline when a guy toe-touched to get out of bounds after he escaped trouble. I saw him use his leg. I saw him make some phenomenal throws and overcome a pick early. I saw him where he didn't throw a red zone interception late on the ground. Point being is it's about time these guys started to give him the same respect you give Josh Allen. Because I do believe Lamar and Josh Allen and Dak Prescott and Russell will – I think they're watching this week. And save the, he's got a great team. Their defense is average right now. So as, as you as you pointed out, so the respect, and I, I listened to some of those hot take moments this morning, those shows. Boy, a lot of ass kissing on Brock Purdy now, huh? So what was the difference in this week and last week? Nothing. The guy can play. And when they say, well, he's a tech, it takes talent to throw a 12-yard outcut on time and accurate. It takes talent to scramble and hit a guy on a hole shot, okay? So uh, I, I don't know why. I know who the better quarterback is in the game, but I'll tell you what. If it's close, Purdy's going to grind, and he is going to give. You're going to have to deal with all kinds of stuff when you deal with him. It's about time he got the love he deserves. And I don't know when's the last time a rookie first two years anybody's gone won as many games as he has and went to an NFC Championship game and a Super Bowl in their first two years in a league as a starter. I, I don't know. Maybe they're out there, 
even in the AFC. Mahomes didn't even do that because he wasn't even starting until game the last game he played. So you tell me. I, I, I don't know many. Purdy's in rarefied air when it comes to the first two seasons. He may not be as gifted as the rest of them, but I got news for you. Right. Underrated talent and a damn and a hellified quarterback. I'm really taking him good. ahead of Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I'm done with Lamar Jackson. I'm just done. I'm, I'm tired of watching him in big games. Uh, listen, Baltimore self-destructed. They were undisciplined. Their penalties were absurd. Absurd. Zay Flowers down by two scores, a taunting penalty. I mean, don't even get me started on that. But I'm tired of Lamar Jackson. That interception in the end zone was horrible. A oh, yeah. quote-unquote MVP does not make that type of a throw. I'm sorry. Great, great talent. But here's what Prescott and him and Allen and Tua. Well, oh, can I, you know that narrative. Listen, if anybody else would have made the play, if Josh Allen makes the play, and I, this is no district dog in Josh Allen. He's as talented as they get in the league. If he'd have made the spin move and made a run and stepped out of a sack and made a throw, we'd be we all over. Oh my gosh! Or if he was his second year in the league in the first two, he'd be saying this is a Hall of Famer. Look at his ascent. I mean, these guys. The narrative we've selected because Brock Purdy doesn't look the six five, two hundred thirty pound type. Yeah. But you're exactly right. When it comes to making smart decisions in certain areas of the field in big playoff pressure moments. He makes better decisions in the red zone all year long. The guy turned it over 18 interceptions and three fumbles, Josh Allen. Great talent, still careless. Lamar Jackson, something is missing from that you supremely talented guy, but at this stage of the year, something's missing. I can tell you what's not missing from Brock, Pur Brock Purdy, the ability to elevate in January, not the ability to go the other way. There's, there's 25 guys that ain't going to get there. There's a handful that can get you there, the Burroughs, the – the uh, Mahomes and Allen and Jackson are phenomenal. But if we're judging quarterbacks the way we're supposed to, I guess, and that's postseason, yep. I'm not sure why in the hell Brock Purdy has to beg for people, and he doesn't, that we have to beg for people to put respect, the same respect on his name as we put on all the other guys that are the top 10 quarterbacks in the league. If you go back a couple of weeks ago to the regular season game when San Francisco played Baltimore in San Francisco, we had what we thought was the best team in the NFC against the best team in the AFC. Baltimore went in there and spanked them, and everyone, myself included, said, okay, this clearly is the team to beat. My opinion, the Niners since that game have not been the same team. They just haven't. Their defense was exposed in that game, and really their defense was exposed in the first two playoff games. Baltimore's not even in it. I'm going to ask you, Sean, when you look at Kansas City, if this may, this is this perhaps the best team that they're putting out on a Super Bowl field because of what we've seen with their defense? Talk about the Chiefs. Grant, yes, the yeah. Chiefs. Um, is the Chiefs that, team this year maybe the best that Andy Reid has put on? Again, they got rings, but because I don't recall the Chiefs defense looking this good in any of their Super Bowl years, Sean. And, and no, you've seen them, it's, at, and it's it's the sustained uh, great play all year long against the run and the pass and the pressure and the disruption that a guy like Chris Jones brings. And, I mean, the secondary is flying around and hitting. They're taking people out. They're pressuring the quarterback. They're doing it all. Now, they th listen, yes, Grant. Now, it's not the most talented team they've been on, on especially on offense. They've had a lot, you know, the, 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 with Tyreek Hill and guys have come and gone offensively. 
But what it tells me is that the best in-game adaptive, the guy who adapts as well as any, Andy Reid finds ways with his team. Just kind of like Belichick did when one year it was Jabbar Gaffney, the next year it's Randy Moss, then we go to the Chris Hogan. I mean, and Mahomes proved this year, while he's still got Kelsey, he's had Rice has become one of their best offensive receivers. He hasn't had, you know, Valdez Scantley, he hasn't had that, oh my gosh, perimeter guy not named Kelsey. But yeah. Pacheco has stepped up. Their running game's as physical as it's been in the Super Bowl era for Mahomes. Their defense is by far sustained better because against the run in the past, they're physical in both. And they, quite frankly, Baltimore looked like a finesse team yesterday. They were not as physical as we're used to seeing in a playoff game. But Kansas City's defense, the reason it's the best team is it's they're no longer relying. He goes 30 or 39 for what, 247 or 250, which tells me Mahomes is even adapted. He doesn't have to make the spectacular yeah. play yeah. to have a spectacular day. 30 or 39. So, yes, when you take defense into the offense was so good, defense give up 28 or 30, and they're still going to win. Now that defense now can hold you down, put you in position to win, and then you got the greatest closer in, in sports right now in Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, Grant, I would say not the most talented offensive team, but overall, as far as complete, I kind of like this team because they've had to win a bunch of different ways. And that, to me, that matters because they're going to have to win a different way in yeah. San, against the 49ers as well because you're facing a running back that is by far, in my opinion, the best runner all-around running back in the league in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. This is going to be a major test for the Chiefs as well. I think their defense is up to it. They, 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 the 49ers defense has got to show up or it won't matter what Brock Purdy yeah. does in the game. When I look at the Baltimore Ravens, who do I put the blame on for their undisciplined play throughout the entire four quarters? I'm talking about bad penalty after bad penalty after bad penalty, the taunting penalty. Do I put that on the shoulders of John Harbaugh? Where does the blame go there, Sean? Um, I think that, you know, I, I never ever say it if I'm on a field – Grant and know that I got a good coach and all of a sudden somebody does that my emotions get the best of me that's not Denny Green's fault you know unless he unless five guys have done every week we're getting personal foul and kind of you know once in a while it happens and I'm not making excuses for him I like teams that play with emotion but like anything else you ask your team to do about jumping off sides making clutch plays you ask your coaching staff to prepare and be poised when something like that happens you get you take the emotion you take frustration, and then sitting in the middle there is pressure. And when they all come together, sometimes you do some shit that when you it's like anything when you're when you're arguing with a buddy or you get a disagreement with a girlfriend or a wife, and you say, Why'd I say that? You know damn well I mean why why'd I why why'd I drop that F bomb? And then the next day you're pod, but now now the word's already been sent. Well, damage done. So it's not my mom and dad's fault that I lost frustration on a football field or, you know, you, 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 you're, you have to raise your voice to your dog because, you know, they ate your steak while you turned your head, whatever it is. And in a game like this, emotion, Flowers is, is still fairly in his infancy of his career, and they weren't the typical Ravens. They weren't making the big plays. The quarterback was not sharp. They weren't, you know, the defense wasn't knocking people into the ground. Even though Kansas City only scored, what, 17 points, it still wasn't the same physicality. So, to me, I think it's a combination of all three. But if it, if it were to keep happening and happen all year and on the practice field, the coach just keeps turning his back, then it falls on them. For instance, if you, if you penalized 15 times a game and it happens every week, that's on the coaching staff for allowing those things to happen on the practice field. I think one emotional, dumb 
and you got to be poised penalty. Um, I, I don't put that on John Harbaugh, but I do put the whole thing on not only the coaching stuff. I didn't Todd Munkin, who I love. I, I didn't think he called a good game yesterday, and that's not like him. He's called great games all year long. Grant, they ran it eight times, six times with running backs. They ran it 16 times, and they're the best running team in the league, and they were no more than 10 points down at any point. They were a touchdown. So why get out of that? That'd be like giving me to Kansas City and saying, I got the best quarterback in the world, but let's only throw it nine times. And then you end up losing. Why, why would you do that? So I was a little – and you know what? Don't kid yourself. Pressure hits those guys too, coaches. So to me, it was a combination of it all. But I'm always – maybe I'm old school – when there's a mistake that I do that's con controlled mistake, you got to control what you can control. If I fuck that up, that's not yep. on Denny Green or John Harbaugh or Andy Reid. That's on me, and I got to be better. You got to be more poised under pressure, and you got to be able to lead in chaos. And Baltimore did not do that, and neither did the Lions the second half of the football game. If you're Zay Flowers, I don't know how you walk into the locker room after the game, after his awful taunting penalty and then fumble. And then cutting his finger on this on the sideline, but I, I I don't know how you walk into the locker room and look at you guys in the eye. I really you know don't. What, you know what happens, Grant? Is just a just a smidge of this is most of the, on the teams I've I've seen. If the if the penalty and or the taunting and or the mistake comes from lack of effort and and the teammates know you didn't prepare during the week, then you then you, you lose respect like that. It takes forever to get it back, but. And like I said, I'm not defending. I thought it was ridiculous. Now, I think we could – referees, you know, hey, guys, come on. Not, not now. We'll get you – like you would in a big game separately. If it happens again, I'm going to get you. But you just can't do what they do because it's a rule. you got to abide by it. But I, I, for me, players will forgive quick, Grant. You want to know why? He's been a big part of their team. He was – it was a hustle play that they – in truth, the doggone the, – the, the defensive play the Chiefs made at the half-yard line was phenomenal to punch the ball out. But he still got to secure it. So it was a physical error on that one, right? They happen. Yep. Guys throw interceptions. I understand. And, but, on, but on the mental thing that cost them, you take them aside, you put your arm around him, you give him tough love, you'd be, you'd be amazing, amazed that the players usually forgive the guy quicker than fans than anybody else does. But I think because it was frustration and he was playing hard and the emotion got in the way that's happened to all of us, it wasn't a lazy penalty or a lazy fumble that's like dude what are you doing five yards from the goal line celebrating and a guy strips it out of your hand you don't want one of those grant that's when you say come on man you cost us that was selfish bullshit play the penalty was the fumble was and it was physical they'll get over it i mean they'll they'll let him back into yeah. that phrase sooner than later all right so going into the playoffs we all thought that baltimore had the best defense in the league we saw travis kelsey have an absolute field day yeah. The 49ers were unable to contain a rookie tight end for the Detroit Lions. Why would I think that the 49ers are going to be able to stop? Stop's not the right word. Nobody's been able to stop. Why would I think that the Niners defense is going to be able to contain the Chiefs' best weapon, Travis Kelsey? You shouldn't. The way, the way they're going to have to combat that is have such tremendous push and uh, wrecking the game like a Bosa where he has, he just has one of those days where you're in the backfield and forcing Mahomes to not be able to get him in that rhythm where he pushes up, settles, runs an outcut, runs his own read option, runs the pump bender down the middle of the field where they're throwing it in rhythm. And yet even on the scramble play, he makes it and Kelsey's making diving catches. Listen, when you got a guy that good, sometimes it's okay. Jordan's getting his. I can't let Pippen get 30. So if you're going to do that, you got to make sure Pacheco also doesn't run for a buck 20, and then all of a sudden Rice doesn't come out and take eight catches for 145 yards. I, I, listen, I, I, what I don't get, Grant, 
Is it always going in minus the quarterback, get to the other 10 players on any team? I can't let your best guy beat me. And Kelsey did that yesterday. And for a team as physical as Baltimore, hell, I get to a point where I'm going to, I got to, during the week of preparation, now they get two weeks. I am never, and when I say never, I'm talking about never, motion or not. I am never giving him a free run off the line of scrimmage. I'm not allowing him space. If I got a clutch, grab, tackle, maul, like uh, even on, you know, they stick two guys out on the gunner on the punt team or they maul him, push him into the side. If I got a lineup linebacker and a, and a defensive end and grab him on his way out and hope they don't get it, I'll, I'll have to do it. But to give him free reign and then hope you can stop him during the route, once he's off the ball, you're screwed. You better hope it's pass rush or you're going to, he's going to win. And if he takes over that game and they're more than one dimension and they've got other things going on running it, it's going to be tough task for the 49ers. But I got to put my most physical, best linebacker in a position to maul him off the ball. And then they'll motion him. And I get that. But you got to do everything you can not to give him a free run. I see it every year and it's baffling to me. I, I look at this game very simple. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback for the one team. And I think that the coaching staff of the Chiefs has a big advantage over the 49ers coaching staff. And, and for that reason, I, I'm already picking Kansas City to win this game. I don't see as much as I, I had the 49ers getting to this point, And, boy, would I love to see it. And I know we all have Chiefs fatigue. I hope we're enjoying just how good Mahomes – he's just better than everybody else. He just is. Yeah. I hope yeah. we really are, even if you – you know, from, from Taylor Swift and Kelsey and all the commercials yeah. and Mahomes – I hope we're enjoying this because Andy Reid is still the easiest guy in the world to root for. But if you're just talking about straight business, it is not good business to buy high and sell low. It's not good business to bet against Patrick Mahomes, regardless of how good Purdy is and McCaffrey. That dude, if it's within striking distance, you're, you better distance yourself and stay on the gas pedal. But, yeah, I get why you wouldn't. I will not bet against him, although I'm picking the 49ers to win because I can't go away from my August pick. Yep. I can adjust and say they're going to have to play better than they have at times. But Mahomes is Mahomes. And I tell you two things you got to have. You got to be physical and you got to you got to be physical and you got to have great quarterback play in February. The Chiefs right now have both of those. The question is, do the 49ers have both? And, you know, I'm referring to the front seven yep. and the defense. Final thing. Will Jim Harbaugh turn the Chargers around? Yeah, he's going to, I'll tell you one reason why, Grant, we can start here. Instead of we talk about, you know, prep, you don't have to worry about preparation. And I mean this affectionately. Jim's a goofy bastard because he does all the fun stuff and wears the pants. You know, he'll got there with his batting gloves on or his catchy gloves on, throwing and catching. But he'll have them prepared. He'll never, ever, just like John. John's always yeah. got his team prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Harbaugh, they'll, they'll competitive. Their toughness will improve. They will, you, you are going to run the football if you're a Jim Harbaugh coach football team. And he will take Herbert to another level. And the main thing that I was going to start with is that he's not going to screw up in-game decisions like Brandon Staley did or like, unfortunately, we saw Dan do last night. He may make one or two of them, but Jim has a pretty good feel for that. They've already improved and are a better team on the leadership and just the quality of decisions they make on Sundays, and Jim hasn't even coached them up yet. Good stuff, Sean. Appreciate you. Look forward to talking to you, brother. Hang in there, and uh, I can't wait for two weeks. Now we get all this hype for two weeks to talk about it, and we'll be spent when the time comes. I can't wait for the game. All right, Thanks, take brother. care. All See right. you, buddy. All right. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. 
You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Right, uh, the Kings and the Grizzlies coming up tonight. Ryan and Sacktown will have the pregame show. Uh, is anyone playing for the Grizzlies? Are they able to find five guys to play in this game? I just saw the injury report. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, and they play by tonight. Grant, it might be easier to name who is playing in tonight's game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, Jaron Jackson, that's the name you need to know for Memphis okay. tonight, and a bunch of young guys that are going to be looking to make their mark on a game, and they get an opportunity. So it's going to be talent versus heart tonight. I don't know if I've ever seen a road trip where one team gets as many breaks as the Kings are getting. Do you know that when they play Indiana, the Pacers are in New York playing the Knicks the night before? I mean, look at all of the teams they're playing where they're in the city waiting for them. That's unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. It happened in Dallas. It's happening tonight. It's going to happen in Indiana. It's unbelievable to me. You yeah, don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Great point, Apes. And, uh, you know, we talk about this being a really long road trip and who puts together that long of a trip. Well, hey, look at this. Maybe we should be thanking them getting teams like this. It reminds me, Grant, of the team coming out of the All-Star break last year, getting that uh -huh. break on that road trip, getting that run, which really ignited the second half for them. Special halftime show. Jerry Reynolds is yeah. 80 years old, young today, and... I can't wait. We're going to have a lot of fun at halftime. Make sure you join us at halftime tonight for the Kings and the Grizzlies as uh, we say happy birthday to the one and only Jerry Reynolds. Yes, indeed. And do us a favor. Go to YouTube. If for whatever reason you yep. don't see us on Twitter, we will post the YouTube link. Get in there and come to Jerry's birthday party at halftime. Any, well, uh, of course, there's a way the Kings can lose because they've done it many times before when a team doesn't have a lot of guys playing. But I would say one thing about Memphis, and we saw it last night, regardless of who's on the floor, this young group plays very hard for their coach. They are, they're they not going to just roll over and let you come in and spank them. They've actually done pretty well despite not having their stars except for Jaron Jackson. Hey, they've won three or four, Grant. Uh, yeah. that, that's pretty darn good for this young team. But, you know, it's going to come down again to the talent skills. Sabonis leading the league in rebounds per game at 12.7. Last game against Memphis, he had 21 or just over 21 rebounds. Um, so tonight, I expect a big night from him on the boards. I think that's where the Kings dominate. All right. Well, Ryan will have the uh, pregame show. And again, halftime show with the birthday boy, postgame show. Uh, the Kings and the Memphis Grizzlies, then it's to Miami. Then you have Indiana and the next night, Chicago. We got a lot going on. So uh, I'm looking forward to talking to the uh, birthday boy coming up at halftime. Can't wait, Nabes. It's going to be a blast. All right, bud. Thanks very much. Appreciate you. And everyone else, thanks for joining us right here. Ryan with the pregame show coming up at 4.30. So long, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.